Hello with CP Podcast listeners. This is your host, Julia, and it is Wednesday, November 16th. It's 3.56 p.m. I am sitting at home in my basement unit of a house, and it is a sunny, clear blue skies day, but it is freezing outside. So today, it's just going to be me. There's no special guest. I'm the special guest. I'm going to be talking about the Gen Z, Generation Z turnout in the 2022 midterms. The elections are clearly still on everybody's mind. They're, they're not over yet. We still have the Georgia runoff. Um, so yeah, it's still election season. So the midterms, we've talked about it a whole bunch. But one really fascinating trend that happened was the amount of youth voter turnout in this election season so a lot of people are saying that you know gen z and millennials really showed up for the midterm elections and were the reason why the red wave was stopped so according to exit polling 18 to 29 year olds accounted for approximately 12 percent of voters in the midterms which is you know the lowest share of the electoral of the electorate compared to other age groups but this age group skewed firmly for democratic candidates a trend that has only grown more pronounced in recent years nationally um 18 to 29 year olds voted in the 2022 election for democratic house candidates by 28 points over republican challengers that's the same as in 2020 but considerably better than in stronger republican years like 2014. 30 to 44-year-olds were the only other age group that favored Democrats in the House this election by four points over the Republicans, according to exit polling. And 45 to 64-year-olds preferred Republicans in the House by 10 points, and those 65 and up, who make up about 28% of the electorate, overwhelmingly voted for GOP candidates, 12 points over Democrats. So this is some, these are some interesting numbers. The younger we go generationally, we tend to have um, an electorate that skews towards Democratic candidates. And the older you go, the electorate tends to skew towards Republican candidates. So looking at these numbers, Harvard Public Opinion Project student chair Alan Zhang told ABC News, quote, young voters cancel every single vote of those over 65. Under 30 and under 40 were the only age group to go to the Democrats, and they went overwhelmingly to the Democrats. Without the youth vote, there was no firewall that stopped the red wave from taking over. So this is an interesting topic for me because I am 21. I am a Gen Z-er, Gen Z-er, because I fall within that range of um, 18 to 29. So I'm a Gen Z-er. Millennials are like 30-year-olds now. Um, But yeah, it's fascinating because I definitely voted in this past midterm election. I know a lot of my friends voted in this past midterm election as well. It's a huge thing on social media. Um, On election day, young people will just say, vote, vote, vote. We'll nag our friends about it. Um, It's huge talk on college campuses. From personal experience, like, yes. Gen Zers turn out to vote. Um, I think there's this popular misconception that, you know, young people don't vote. 
And I don't think that's true. I think young people do vote. I think that young people will turn out for issues. And I think that I just think it's a misconception that young people don't vote. I feel like young people vote. <laughs> so, yeah, this is fascinating. So, I was reading through some articles today, and a lot of analysts say that Gen Z voters care more about issues than aligning themselves to a particular candidate. Um, young people just tend to be a little nervous about trusting politicians on delivering their promises. And as a Gen Zer, I agree. I feel like for me as a voter, when I vote, I vote on issues, not people. Um, so, you know, especially if a lot of youth who are kind of jaded about politics, who don't really trust politicians, you reach them via issues. So a lot of issues that Gen Z people care about are school shootings, the climate crisis, debt, um, abortion, the economy, housing prices. So I think for the 2022 midterms, one thing that really helped um, spur Gen Z youth voter turnout was the issue of Roe v. Wade and, you know, having choice and abortion on the ballot. I think that spurred a lot of Gen Z folks to come out and vote. I know for me, that was a really important issue. Um, and interestingly, I think Gen Z voters are voting with a different kind of urgency because from personal experience, like issues like school shootings, climate crisis, debt, abortion, these are things that are very urgently currently affecting young people and they will continue to affect young people for the rest of their lives. Um, especially if you're looking at people between the age range of 18 and 29, these people, you know, if these people think about having a family one day, they're concerned about the climate, they're concerned about the environment. Will we even have, like, a habitable earth to live in? So climate is a really big issue. It's for me, too, right? And then issues like school shootings. You know, if we end up having kids, some of us are still in school, some of us are still in college, um... Are schools a safe place for people to, you know, hang out at, learn? Can I go to class today and not get shot? These, like, that's real. And debt, like student loans, like a lot of us are just fresh out of college. We're trying to build the foundation for our wealth and income for the rest of our lives. And it's like... Issues of like, can I attain and grow wealth? Debt is really concerning. It's a big block to that. And of course, abortion is a huge issue. You have young people between the ages of 18 and 29 that aren't financially ready or emotionally ready to have a child. And we want choice. We want to have that choice of when we want to have a baby and what to do with our bodies, especially being so young. You know, a baby could really become an obstacle to our personal success for the rest of our life, especially at such a young age. So yeah, I, I totally agree with the sentiment that Gen Z voters are deeply and urgently concerned about issues, about these issues. Um, 
And I, I, I could almost argue that young people have more of, an, more of an incentive to care about these issues because these issues are currently and will continue to affect their lives on a very deep interpersonal level. So it's interesting, like how, how do you reach Gen Z voters? How are Gen Z voters reached in this past election? So a lot of people, you know, the easy answer is technology our generation or my generation is like we're internet fiends to say the least we love tiktok we love youtube we're glued to our phones and in this midterm election we saw a lot of candidates reach gen z voters via social media so for example fetterman um who won in pennsylvania for the senate he spent 12 million on communication consultants and posted lighthearted content online throughout his campaign. He jumped on TikTok's teenage dirtbag trends and invited Jersey, Snor- Jersey Shore's Snooki to make fun of his opponent, Dr. Oz. There was a lot of memes and humor there that really um, reach young people and penetrate social media and, you know, market politics in a way that feels safe and comfortable for especially for young people who feel overwhelmed about the amount of political problems that they're facing and yeah in that way he's able to use the language of young voters while also making sure that they still have a plan and also still taking it seriously and i don't know i think i think it's interesting like the messaging for gen z people you definitely have to be I think humor is the key because I think young people are feeling like a really high level of anxiety. I know I feel a really high level of anxiety and stress when you talk to me about all these issues and politics and just how overwhelming it can be to, I mean, let's be real. Like the future that my generation, that my friends, that my brother is inheriting is not easy it's it's fucked up to say the least it's a really it's it's a fucked up future that we're inheriting we have a lot of problems we need to solve all the while still wanting to you know accomplish the basic american dream i still want to get a house i want a car i want to i want to have children and i want to be able to enjoy the environment and you know still be young and dumb and i don't know i want to make a lot of money all of the regular normal pressures of daily life on top of, you know, the unique political and social issues that we're facing right now, it's a lot for Gen Z people. It's a lot. So, you know, when Gen Z people log on at night, we don't want to see, oh, our economy's in shambles. Like, we need your help now. We go online and we like to look at funny videos and funny memes and funny tweets about how fucked up our world is and how we're coping. So I think... It's really important, like, when you're messaging to Gen Z voters, when you're talking to Gen Z people about issues, is to be lighthearted about it, be serious, be fun about it. You know, I think you can be, I think you can deliver and talk about politics in a way that's lighthearted and funny, but also serious. So, yeah. The, anyways, looking into the future, 
The States of Change project predicts that Gen Z and millennials will be the largest voting bloc by age in 2024, responsible for 45% of all ballots cast. Baby boomers will account for 25%. So, yeah, definitely. Within, what, it's 2022 now? Within two years, Gen Z and millennials will be the largest voting bloc. And I am excited, frankly. I am excited to see how my generation and millennials will vote because i'm the way the trends the patterns that i'm seeing right now is gen z and millennials tend to vote overwhelmingly democratic we tend to vote based off issues we're a very progressive generation so you know i don't know maybe maybe my generation will be the one to save us all i mean it certainly looks like that way we're already doing that i mean we prevented the red wave um in 2022 so this is amazing. So yeah, anyways, after saving this country from the red wave in the 2022 midterms, um, we had some folks from from Fox News, Jesse Waters, Wa- Waters, and Laura Ingram suggested that the legal voting age should be increased to 21, not 18. And I just think that this is a blatant case of voter suppression. The young people turned out too much in these elections, and now they want to increase the voting age to 21. I think that's dumb. I just think it's so silly. Like, just silly. But, yeah, anyways, I just think comments like that, that the legal voting age should be increased to 21, is, like, literally blatant voter suppression. And we've seen voter suppression of young people turn out in other ways, too. Um, especially in these 2022 midterms, this cycle, county officials representing Texas A&M University closed an on-campus early voting site, which was one of the most popular early voting sites for young people in the country. And on election day, we saw hour-long lines on college campuses, which is a heavy burden for students who still have to go to class on election day. And also, a lot of student voters already face often confusing processes of changing their voter registration to their campus or voting by mail. But despite all these attempts to suppress young people, it didn't work. So we all still showed up and tipped the scale of democracy in key districts. So in conclusion, young people tend to vote overwhelmingly democratic We tend to care more about issues. And we showed up to stop this red wave. Within the next few years, we're going to become the largest voting bloc in the U.S. So youth voter outreach cannot be an afterthought for politicians. Youth voices cannot be ignored year-round in legislation, yet demanded on election day. And Gen Z and millennials are more unified educated, diverse, outspoken, organized, and angry than any generations before us. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to this young Gen Z talk about Gen Zers and have a wonderful rest of your week.